0: good. So, well, I'm preaching from the book How Can I Say Thanks? Maybe you don't have a picture of it. You don't have a picture of the book, too. Okay. No, no, don't, don't worry, don't worry. It's, it's, if it's not something that just pops up easily. Don't, I have it on my iPad, but I wanted you to see the book and to encourage you to get a copy of it. Now, why is it important for us to say thanks to God? Why is it important for us to say thanks to God? I'm going to pray, but in a moment. But I just want to start a little bit of the preaching before we pray. Why is it important for us to say thanks to God? Okay, so this is the book how can i say thanks And you must get a copy it's a small book that somebody like you can read because i know when the book is big the size of the book it doesn't matter even if it's empty pages just the size you will not even open it Is your time correct The time is correct. (laughs) No, I know it's not (laughs) working. Good. So, I want you to get a copy. I don't know when we will have a copy, but I would like you to get a copy to read. You know, it is important for us to say thank you to God all the time, all the days of our lives because of what he has done for us. I said because of what he has done for us. You know, sometimes when you don't know where you are and you don't know who you are. This is a book. It's very small. You can see it, isn't it? Yeah, this one is your book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he intentionally did it like this because he knew you, you are wrong. So, let's make sure we get a copy. Unfortunately, I'm being told we are out of print. You get it? We are not really planning well, but anyway. So, please, this is a book you can read, isn't it? How many can read this book? Yeah, yeah, they get it. So let's when it's available, try and get it and read it. Because learning one of the things that children are taught if they come from a good home, because not all children are taught. But if a child comes from a good home, one of the first few things that they are taught is to say thank you. When they are giving things, they say, "What do you say?" good uh-huh. they are taught to say thank you because saying thank you is an important part of having things done for you yeah. you get it? it's an important part of having things done for you and sometimes some of us don't know how to say it you see we want to say it but we don't know how to say it and sometimes we don't really or we are not able to say it well because it has not occurred to us what has been done for us and the effect of it if it was not done. So, this evening, I just want to show you a scripture. You see, the scripture from which this book is written, Acts 26, Get it. this book is written based on acts 26 or Acts 26 now that scripture reveals to us our true state what we were and what has been done for us amen, amen. what we were and what has been done for us so if you would Please open with me to Acts chapter 26. If you are waiting for me to start preaching, I have started. So it's a story of Paul. It's a story of Paul as he spoke or was speaking to a king by name Agrippa. You know, Paul is a Jew who after Christ left and the church started, he felt that the people who were preaching Christ were wrong. So he decided to eliminate all of them. And he did not just take it that they were wrong, but he took it upon himself to make sure that they are tormented. You know, sometimes people don't like a thing, but they don't, it's like, okay, we don't like it. If we get a chance to oppose it, we'll oppose it. But they don't actively set their face to eliminate it. But in the case of Paul, he he actually set himself to eliminate the church by tormenting the Christians. And he was on his way to Damascus to go and arrest such people that believe in Jesus and throw them into prison and have them tormented until they have denounced Jesus. So I don't know whether that mission was too well planned and it was going to affect them or what. But somehow on that particular journey, Jesus met up with him. Jesus decided, because he's been doing it. He was there when Stephen was killed. He was the one who actually was supporting it and holding the people's clothes. So, on that particular journey, he met up with Jesus. He met up with Jesus, or Jesus met up with him. And explained to him what he was doing. And how difficult it is to engage somebody like Jesus. And Jesus told him that it is hard, what you are doing, it is like kicking against a wall of nails. Not with the heads, but with the sharp edges pointing to you. And you have decided, I'm going to kick you until you come down. But by the time you finish, you will not have a leg. So, Jesus told Paul that it is hard to kick against the pricks. In other words, it's not a wise move. It's not a wise move for you to do what you are doing. And then secondly, you are actually dealing with me, Jesus. Because he thought Jesus was dead. So when when he had that encounter and Jesus told him that what you are doing is me you are dealing with. In other words, the church is Jesus at work. I said the church is Jesus at work. And therefore, he was advised to change course and rather was given a job. It's like somebody that should be looking at what you have done, the damage that you have done to his people. When he shows up, instead of finishing you, rather decides to talk to you, to change your mind. And then after changing your mind, he says, no, I have a better job for you. And this job is that I'm going to send you to go and tell the story that you have met me, you have met up with me. You get it? Because they know you as somebody who is not brainwashed. My disciples, they assume that they are brainwashed. Do you get it? They assume that they've been with me. So maybe I've brainwashed them. But you, you are well known as somebody who takes no nonsense about this Jesus Christ thing. So when you start telling the people that I am alive, they will know that it is not a, a, a conniving or some fake arrangement. You see, if if Peter and Co were saying Jesus is alive, he said, "Why will he not be alive? It's in your interest for him to be alive." It? So it's like their message won't go that far. But as for Paul, because of the extent to which he has gone and how he was well known for being anti-Jesus. When he now comes to say that, listen, you know me, I met up with Jesus. And the guy is real. People People will believe him. I said, people will believe him. I said, people will believe him. So, God said, listen, I have this offer for you. And how did Paul respond? He grabbed it with his whole heart and everything. And that is Paul's way of saying thank you. Thank you in that I deserve to be killed by you. Because you have said that whatsoever a man soweth, so shall he reap. But here you are, you are changing that law for my sake what good have I done to you or done for you to change the law, say that you are not making me reap what I have sown. Because by me, many Christians have been killed. By me, many Christians have been thrown into jail. By me, many have been tormented. And you, having met up with me, your brightness was brighter than the sun. It's not that somebody told me Your brightness was brighter than the sun. I was not alone for me to be dreaming. There were people with me. And everybody saw what was happening. And you decided to to choose me. You didn't have to choose me. And for that, I will say thank you to you in a special way. I said, I will say thank you to you in a special way. Now, most of us don't say thank you to God because we have no idea where we were and what has been done. Paul did. The difference between you and me and that of Paul is that Paul was very conscious of where he was and where he now is. Tonight, I'll do my best as the Spirit will allow to draw your attention to where you were and what plans God has for you. Hallelujah. And your way of saying thank you and my way of saying thank you is to allow his plans to unfold. That's all. If we can allow if we can cooperate if we can put in the effort that he did put in to do in our lives what he wants to do it will be the best way of saying thank you I said it will be the best way of saying thank you so if you want to know how you can say thank you this is the way I said, this is the way. The way to say thank you is to carefully look at what the one who has saved you and me has in mind for you and me and to make sure it comes to pass in our lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So tonight, a few scriptures just to, it's not something you don't know get it's not something you know you know so i'm just going to show you a few scriptures to help you to understand and including myself to help us to understand somebody said that when you are preaching don't say to you to you say to us <laughs> because what he said to you is as if you are not included That you are preaching the message doesn't mean the message doesn't belong to you. (laughs) Are you with me? So, to all of us, where were we? Where were we? Before. Now, this is how Jesus described us to Paul. I said, this is how Jesus described us to Paul. In verse 15 of Acts, I just told you the story of Acts 26. I just tried to summarize it so that since you don't like the reading of the Bible, I will read and tell you. <laughs> but tonight you shall start liking the reading of your Bible. And he said, who art thou? And he said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. The next verse. But rise and stand upon thy feet. For I have prepared thee for this purpose to make thee a minister. You see, so Paul was told clearly why he is being spared to make you a minister and a witness of both these things which thou hast seen of those things which I would appear unto you. That's all. Now, Paul, Paul unlike Peter, never turned back no matter what was at stake. You know, Peter, he had his own problems. You know, he—he—he is like Jesus told him that you are going to deny me. He said, me, I won't deny you. And then he denied him three times. I mean, he denied him with swearing and everything. Then, the other time, when the Jews came to a place where he was, and he had been fellowshipping with the Gentiles without any problem, but as soon as the Jews came, started behaving differently and Paul had to tell him that shame on you. Shame on you. So Peter you can see he had the tendency of always turning back. Probably that's why Jesus didn't use him in the way. But unlike Paul, Paul would turn back at nothing. Why? Because he knew what has been done for him. I said he knew what has been done for him that he didn't deserve to be where he is and so his way of saying thank you is to be very obedient to the message to the cause that has been given to him in, in in verse 19 he said and I was not disobedient it says I was not disobedient to this instruction, to be a witness. Because you see, here is a man who knows exactly where he was and where now he is. And he understood what has been done for him. Because it's not that he has just been forgiven. But he has been given an opportunity. Because at least... If anything, he was hoping the punishment would not be that much. But for there not to be a punishment is a cause of celebration. But in addition for there not to be a punishment is now an opportunity to be something in this kingdom that you are destroying. Oh, you can see that this is a man with understanding. And tonight my prayer for you and me is that understanding will come to us. I said, understanding will come to us. And whatever stands in our way of understanding, may the Lord by his spirit destroy it. That understanding will freely come to us. Whatever has been deceiving us, whatever has been causing us not to see what we have to see, like the way Paul saw things and looked at things, May the Lord break it out of our lives in Jesus' name. Yeah. So that we can say thanks well. I said so that we can say thanks well. You know, some of you, some of us we we didn't have we didn't have much too much bad past. You see minimally bad. No, you are not minimally bad. The, the, the only thing is that the extent to which you, are, you would have gone, God looked at it and said, no, let it not start at all. Because this one, if we start, if we allow it to start, there'll be no recovery. Yeah, because some of us Some of us, if we were to have been allowed to meet the people that we were supposed to meet. In fact, just as Jesus cannot save Satan, Jesus could never have saved us. Oh yes, because Jesus could not save Satan. And some of us, if we were allowed to, so you see, don't sit there and think of yourself more highly than you ought to, yeah. and say, "Oh, well, I wasn't that bad." Yeah. No, you weren't that bad because if the bad in you was allowed to mature and to manifest, Nigiri, yeah. you, you will be you will be sat- Satan as assistant Satan. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You'll be your assistant Satan. Assistant <laughs> Satan. No, you will be assistant Satan. So, God in his mercy did not allow you to even begin anything. That's why you look clean. That, that's why it doesn't look like you have, you have a past. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because some of you, the gift of evil in you. Yeah. The level of anointing of evil yeah. in you. I mean, you are the type that if you were allowed to manifest, you would convert a whole village. Yeah. So God, in His mercy, decided that you will not show up. So please don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to. Tell the person sitting by you, I, I, I get a feeling Bishop has located you. I, tell the person. listen tell the person tell the person i don't know but it's a strong it's a strong feeling that he is describing you Hallelujah. Amen. So, when Jesus told Paul, "Arise," verse sixteen, I have appeared unto this for the, to this to, for this purpose to make thee a minister and a witness of both these things which thou hast seen and of those things which I shall, which I will appear unto thee. Howbeit, this is what is going to happen to you, verse seventeen. You are going to have problems, but I have, I promise you my deliverance. He said, "Delivering thee from the people, and from the Gentiles from whom I send thee." Now this is the work, and this is your state. This is my state. To open their eyes. You see, we don't believe that we were blind, but the Bible says that we were blind. We were blind to the truth. I said we were blind to the truth. Because the Bible describes the people who will not receive the gospel. That it says, if our gospel be hid, it is hid from those whose eyes the God of this world has blinded. Second Corinthians 4 4. Say, if our gospel be hid, it is hid from those whose eyes. So you see, you think you can see. You think you can see 4-4, four, four, not 4-3. Four, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them. Of them which believe not. Lest the light of the glorious gospel shine in the, shine. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ who is the image of you shine unto them. Hallelujah. So, you see, we were blind. So, as we are happy moving around, the Bible says that we were blind. We were blind to what really exists. And has decided, God has decided to turn our, to open our eyes. And so that we we are turned from darkness to light. and and my favorite part of the work of god in my life is the work of releasing me from the power of satan to come under the power of god my duty i said my duty if i am to say thanks is to remain under his power some of us we are not saying thanks And the reason why we are not saying thanks is because we want to go back to the power of the devil oh yes we want to go back to the power of the devil and we keep going and 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 back to the devil oh yes we keep going back and everything we do is to, is to like, let's, so, so it's like you, you, we are not aware that this is what has been done for us and we want to go back. We are behaving exactly like the Israelites. As they came out of Egypt in the book of Exodus. Look, in their hearts you could see that they wanted to go back. The masterpiece of God was to put the uh, uh, Red Sea between them and Egypt. They would have gone back. Oh yes they would have gone back oh yes and god knew it that they would have gone back because i think in exodus chapter 12 or something he says something to the the shortest way the shortest way was through the line land of the philistines but god decided to root them through the wilderness because he said, "If I have taken them through the land of the Philistines, they will see war and they will return to Egypt." You see, some of us, God has not taken us through the Red Sea. So always we want to go back to Egypt. Is it the mistake if it's a mistake? is that we God has saved us and left us here. We are like fishes that have been caught to a better place but we are still in the water. So every now and then we want to go back to our old ways. And we do nothing to separate us from the power of Satan. We always want to go back. Now when we do that, you don't say thanks well. And what it means is that You don't appreciate you and me. We don't appreciate what has been done for us. But you see, this work, it said, but God led the people about through the way of the wilderness of the rest sea. And the children of Israel went up. Where, Where is the verse? So so I think the verse. And it came to pass when Pharaoh had let them go that God led them not through the way of the land of the philistines although it was near oh god listen god knows the shortest distance i say god knows the shortest distance it's not like he doesn't know he doesn't have a gps you have the gps but he also knows what to take you back And his intention is not to undo his own work or allow you to undo his own work. So he said, although it was near for God said, let's pay attention. The people repent when they see war, they change their mind. That it's okay. It's okay. We want to go back to Egypt. And even you see here, God said, when they see war, they will go back to Egypt now look at as they were going in the wilderness the many times they wanted to go back to egypt not because of war but because of food how often have we gone back to the power of satan because of something very trivial some of us because of a foolish boy you don't say hey you know what i'm talking about You know what I'm talking about? All that is keeping you under the power of Satan is because of a boy. And in fact, I don't know whether I should say what I want to say. Let me stand up so that you can see me. It's not of a boy with intelligence. It's not, you see, the boy that is taking you back to Satan is not a, a boy who is intelligent and who will lead you well. You know why he's laughing? The only reason what he, the only thing he has that is bringing you back under the power of Satan is his penis. Is it not true? Is it not true? Tell me it's not true. He doesn't have a brain. He doesn't have an intelligence. He's not a sensible guy. The only thing that he has working for him that is he's taking you back is that thing in front of him. Can you say thanks to God in this way? When, when, you see, and you see, most of us don't understand that, listen, for the Israelites to be led from Egypt, it cost Moses his life. What life do I mean? His beautiful life of being in the house of Pharaoh. When when he met, God met up with him. He was in the wilderness, not praying, shepherding goats. Somebody who had a life in the palace. I said, somebody who grew up in the palace and had a palace life. That was a cost. I said that was the cost. what is the cost of you and me, our salvation? I said, what is the cost of you and me, our salvation? And all all this, all this, Jesus did all this. First of all, having to put on the form of you and me, which you have no idea what it means for him. But in case you want to analyze it or try a comparison, Look at yourself becoming a lizard. <laughs> or war gecko. Look at yourself. You, this intelligent person that makes computers do wonders. becoming just a rat. That is looking for food, stealing food from different places. Or a cockroach. I mean, can you imagine that you have to be a cockroach to go and save people that are like, that are cockroaches? And you from a human form who has the ability to, to do things. For a car to drive, for a plane to go into the air. And all of a sudden, you are are being asked that you need to be a cockroach. That is what it meant for Jesus. To be like you and me. And you see, he did all this. He did all this. So that you and I could just be free from the power of Satan so that we can come under the power of God. That's 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 what he did. That's what it is. Said no, under this people or under this power, my creation, I'll never leave it under his power. I will do whatever it costs. I'll pay whatever price I have to pay. as if enough was not enough that he had to reduce himself to you and me to be like you and me he also had to die not a death in in, in a hospital but a death on the cross yeah all this for what so that you and me can be free From the power of satan and when he has paid this price and has we have had an opportunity and you see for you to even be born again it meant that God had taught you yeah because in John chapter six I think verse eight is something it says no one can come to me except the father draws him and then he goes on to explain that you are able to come to Jesus because God Himself has taught you. Verse 39. Just look for the verse quickly. It's just it's just, just something, 30 something. It says what is it in 37. And all the father has given me will come to me. And, this, and they shall be taught of God. Is there? Is there somewhere there? And say, and they shall be taught of God. 45. 45. It is written in the pro, and they shall be taught of God. Every man, therefore, that hath heard and has learned of the father, cometh to me. So, you see, for you to come to Jesus, it means that God has even taught you, has spoken to you. Amen. Oh yeah, He's not a preacher. It's not a preacher. Because there are times when I've made an altar call without preaching, and people give their life to Christ from this pulpit. It's not a preacher. It is God himself. Amen. And Jesus is saying, no man can... Cry. It is written in the prophets, and they shall be taught of God. Wow. So, it's like you and me God loves us so much. He loves us so much that he will do everything possible just to get us out of the power of Satan. To come under his power so that he will do us good. Why would you not want to say thank you to him by just doing what he wants your life to do? I said, why would you not want to give him thanks by just letting him have what he struggled for? Not so with Paul. I said, not so with Paul. I said, not so with Paul. But we feel that. Listen, we, we have our lives. I mean, this Jesus, yes, we want to die and go to heaven. Please. Please. When you do that, it's not a good behavior. It's not a good way of saying thank you. The least you can do for anybody that has loved you so much is forced to be what he has called you to be. That's the least you could do. I said, that's the least you could do. I said, that's the least you could do. do." He has loved you so much. That's the least you could do to say thank you. But many of us, we don't care. But we will care today. I said we will care today. And whatever is standing in our way tonight, it shall be broken. I said it shall be broken. And we shall give ourselves properly to God. I said we shall give ourselves properly to God so that he can get from us what he paid for oh yes. Because he's not doing it for free. In other words, all these things to set us from to get out. Please take me to verse 18 of Acts 26. Take me to verse 18. It said, to open their eyes. To open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan. I said, from the power, power of Satan unto God. From the power of Satan unto God. That they may receive forgiveness of their sins. And inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Tonight, I just came to tell you something. This is what God expects of you to be under his power not to do you evil but to do you good i said not to do you evil but to do you good when we were sinners when we were under the power of satan our lives was going nowhere in the eyes of god Satan was just giving us sweets to keep us moving around, moving around, moving around, that's all, until our life is finished. But God who created us, because Satan created nobody. As a Satan created, you see, none of us came at a cost to him. He's a smash and grab guy. He's been stealing from God. What is God's? So, he doesn't have any value for the things he has stolen. Remember, Jesus described him as to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He doesn't have any value for you and me. So, why do you want to go back under his power? Is it, is it because of the cucumber and leeks and the onions that is giving you? Because that was what the Egyptians wanted to go back. They wanted meat. No, you see, they could not see the value that is in their lives. They could not see what god has for them and they wanted to just go back and be in the slavery state as long as they can eat their meat but that shall not be your story Amen. that shall not be my story in jesus name yeah we will be another power of god because you see Let me tell you something. When you take a. Who is an artist here? Who is an artist here? Anybody who does art. When you take. Okay. Yeah. When you take a paintbrush. What comes out the paintbrush and the paint? What comes out of the paintbrush and the paint? has nothing to do with the paintbrush and the paint. It has to do with the one who uses the paintbrush. What will come out of your life has to do with who controls your life. Yeah, yeah. That is why why you should stop evaluating yourself by your, your 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 sins your past sins and all those things so the, stop stop saying there's no good in you yes there's no good in you as long as Satan was the one running your life there cannot be any good in you because Satan Satan doesn't know how to paint you see if my my daughter one of them the first one she's into art and all those things she took after my mother because my mother was an art teacher so she draws and everything. And sometimes when I see some of the drawings that she does and all those things, I don't know if she's still drawing, but when I see some of the drawings she does, and I say, Ah, but is it, this is the same pencil? If it's given to me, I don't know how to draw at all. I attempted to do art in school and it was no good. Just leave it like that. The mark I got, it was not good. But it's the same pencil but you see what comes out of a pencil has to do with the hand that holds the pencil are you with me and i tell you that there's beauty that under the power of god would come out of your life but for this beauty to come you must set out your you must set out your heart to say thank you to God. You see, it is it is in the saying of thank you well to God that would allow you to take the steps that will bring the beauty that God has for your life out of your life. Hallelujah. That's, that's all I came to tell you tonight. I said, that's all I came to tell you tonight. So you see, saying thank you is not because somebody is hang- thank you hungry. As I say thank you, is not because somebody's thank you hungry. It's like God, small thing you've done. Every, every year, we have to say thank you. Thank you. Ah, Why? How many years can we say thank you? No, it's not about that. You see, the saying of thank you is the, the, the signal that will keep you on the path that will bring the beauty That is in your life out. You see, because there might have been many people that opposed Jesus in the days of Paul, but we know none of them. But Paul, we speak about him as if he's our colleague and he was our Bible school mate or one of our recent generation. Everybody talks about Paul as if they know him personally meanwhile many of us don't have an idea we have we now have a clue what he physically looks like but you see because he set out to say thank you well his life i say his life has not ended even though he's lived and gone his life people speak about him I mean many people write books but nobody reads it even their own generation is not read but look at small letters he wrote we sometimes wish he had written more there were places where he said, I will not write with ink and pen, but when I come, I'll speak to you. And say, said, why didn't you write? Because yes, you went and spoke to them, but now we don't have it. The ones we have is what we wrote, and we wanted to hear more from you. But you see, I'm trying to show you how, by his heart, to say thank you. His life, has not ended. Even though his earthly tabernacle has been put away, his life still speaks. Your life will still speak in Jesus' name. I said your life will still speak. And I want listen, the the particular thing I want you to remember is the paintbrush and the artist. What comes out of the paint and the brush is not the paint and the brush, but it's the hand that takes the paint and the brush. And I tell you, your life under the power of God. I said, your life under the power of God will be nice. Oh, yes, I can tell you. I can tell you. Your life will be nice. And that is what he died for. So that he would have the chance. I said, so that he will have the chance to bring the beauty that he has set out in your life for all to see. Would you allow him by saying thanks well i said by saying thanks well yeah. by doing everything possible to keep yourself under his power and not go back to chasing for things that brings you under the power of satan many of us our dreams and visions makes, takes us like a U-turn straight to the power of satan just our dreams and visions what is your dream? What is your vision? I said, what is your dream? What is your vision? It's taking you back to Egypt. I said, it's taking you back to Egypt. You are, it's almost like you are, you are telling Jesus, did I ask you to come and save me? When you go home, go and study the book of Exodus. And particularly the, the things that people said when difficulty came up you could hear in their hearts that these people don't appreciate what God wants to do for them. Land flowing with milk and honey. They say, listen, you have not brought us to any land that is flowing with milk and honey. You have just brought us here to come and kill us. We Did we not tell you? You should have left us in our slavery. We were better off because at least even in the slavery, we were eating well. just like the chicken that is being fed for the slaughter and turning away the one who wants to buy him buy the chicken and set it free so that go in the wilderness and grow he say, no 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 no! in the wilderness now we have to struggle we have to go and look for food and everything is a struggle we rather want to just be in, in uh, 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 the pottery farm there, there was abundance of food but what you don't know that in the pottery farm your end is no good many of us we come to Christ we struggle small 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 struggle small self-control small self-denial and it's like evil is happening to us and we want to quickly go back small delay small delay may you never take a step back to where you came from in Jesus' name. And so tonight, I just want to pray. We want to pray. We just want to pray for a short while. You know, there are steps that we need to take to remain under the power of God. There are steps. But most of us don't take those steps. We when you talk to people, you say like, we don't have time. But you see, what you say, the time you say you don't have, and therefore not taking those steps is bringing you, right, you are undoing all the dying of Jesus on the cross. You are undoing all the shedding of his blood that was done for your sake. You are undoing all the teaching that God has taught you to be able to come to Christ. That's what we are doing. Because to go back to come, you see, Please give me verse 18. And if it was possible, underline the power of Satan to the power of God. That's all. That's all. That's the main thing. The main thing is power. Because your life is a reflection of the power that runs it. I said, your life is a reflection of the power that runs it. Whether it will be beautiful or not depends on the power. If you find yourself as a brush and a paint in the hands of somebody who doesn't know how to draw, oh, my brush, my paint, nothing good will come out of you. You will be wasted. But if you found yourself in the hand of somebody who has the gift of drawing, oh, the paint will be happy. And the brush will be smiling. Because the combination have something beautiful. Something that is admired in museums and in art exhibitions. Oh, yes. The same paint, the same brush, the artist determines whether the, this paint will show up in an exhibition this paint will be bought for millions or this paint will just end up in the recycled bin and this is what God wants that I say come under my power I say come under my power your life will be beautiful Your life will be beautiful. I want you to believe it. Because God never lies. And He's faithful. With Him, all things are possible. There's no obstacle in your life that will hinder God's purpose and plan for your life. It cannot, it cannot happen. Whatever He says, He does it. In Him, there's no failure. This is the God who has paid the price to get you. All this because he loves you. Why would you want to go back to Satan who doesn't love you? Who has not even injured his little finger for your for for your peace? Why Is it because of the cucumber or the licks? Or the onions or the garlic is it because of that penis? Because some of you ladies, you are anointed vessels that God would have used mightily, but for a penis, you would never. I mean, just, just the, what stands between your destiny as a woman of God? It's not even a man with a brain. You see, that's what bothers me. I mean, I I don't know, but it bothers me. It bothers me that if you are going to settle for something, I mean, why settle for so less? I mean, at least get a man who can lead you. Get a man who can take you to higher places, at least on human terms. He may not act like God, but at least he can take you to a better place, even among human beings. But look at what you have. No, it's bothering me. It's listen, listen. It's it's a bother for me. And some of you brothers I mean seriously. All you get from this lady that is preventing you from serving God it's just the her ability to make you shout we can't get you to shout in church that's all that's all and no amount of preaching I said, no amount of preaching will make you give up. It's like, I'm giving it up all just for this. And all you have in her is just her ability to make you shout. Is that what you are living for? Compared to a wonderful life of a, of a servant of God, a blessing that you beat people and you are saying why do I always give that example because that's what you do do you want me to give an example you don't do (laughs) Huh? do you want me to give an example that you don't do so that you feel good but I'm here to tell you that, listen, it's not, you are laughing at it. I'm saying it, you are laughing, but there's nothing laughing matter about this. Is that for a muscle? I mean, for a muscle of bread. No, no, but by, by, by means of a warish woman, a man, a man, a man is brought to a piece of bread. By means of a warish woman. When I talk, you say, I don't understand. What don't I understand? What don't I understand? That you are being reduced to a piece of bread. Is, is, that, is that what I don't understand? Or what, what don't I understand? Bishop, you don't understand. What don't I understand? Tell me. That by means of a warish woman, a man, a man, A man who could be so wonderful, a blessing unto people, a pastor, a a servant of God, a helper of people's faith, an encourager of people and all those things, an evangelist saving people from hell and all those things, by means of a worrisome, that man is reduced to a piece of bread. And the adulteress will hunt for the precious life. Some of you ladies you are you 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 you, he said when the guy comes to you that's the end of him he will he will hear nothing he will hear now i i know somebody i know somebody he slept with a girl and the guy was doing well i mean he was doing well as a christian leading people to christ doing so many other things when he tasted that thing In fact. (laughs) As he sat there and we're talking to him the girl understood that this one is like she really wasn't too much into it because of obviously he's a novice. But I think what the guy got. He was not ready to go let go of the girl. Oh yeah, oh yeah. What the guy got. I mean, and as we're sitting there Ish. he has tasted something that it can't get out of his mouth. And he's willing to give up his ministry because of the taste he has had. You are looking at me, ladies. Some of you. You know what I'm talking about? Hmm. You are wicked. You are wicked. You are wicked. Because you don't just go for any foolish boy. But you particularly go for those that are serious in church, that want to go. You see, you see they, will, they will hunt for the precious life. And please, if you think what I'm saying, I'm just preaching just for preaching's sake, or I'm just saying something I don't know. Look, I can, I can give you names and address yeah. and, and ID numbers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm, te- I'm telling you. Everything, you see, everything that I'm saying, I have somebody in mind that I'm talking about. So if you feel I'm talking about you, you may be right. No, 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 I I can't lie that I'm not talking about you. When your name came into my mind, then I remembered the things you have done. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. But I can't preach. Jesus has not opened heaven for me to see. He just reminded me of you. So listen, as we close, I want you to understand this. It's a very simple message. And that is that God has paid a very hefty price. And the only reason he paid that price is so that he the one who brings beauty out of nothing will be the one in charge of your life here on earth so that he can bring beauty out of your ashes he can bring meaning out of this meaningless life that will live under the sun but he wants you under his power so that he moves you now, the, the, the least you could do in saying thank you is to allow yourself to be under his power Amen. and give up everything that brings you under satanic powers. That's all. That's, that's, the, that's the way you can say thank you. Thank you for coming for my, to my rescue. Thank you. Yes, as we are journeying to the promised land, I'm encountering difficulties. But when I remember where I was, and how much you have paid for me to be here i just can't say anything but thank you thank you i know that you who spared not your son but gave him up for me together with him you will give me all good things to enjoy in this life so i'm patient with you lord i'm patient i'm waiting in your time you make all things beautiful i will not rush and whatever you can give me, may I not have it. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. I will not use the wisdom of this world. That will bring me under Satan's powers. No, I will want to wait for your wisdom. That's, that's, that's how you can say thank you. And don't say that ah, in this church, they want everybody to be a pastor. They want everybody. Listen, if God is the one operating your life, what else do you want him to use you to, to do apart from the works of God? do you want God to use you to do the works of Satan yeah so you see as a church that we are encouraging you to do the works of God the work of God. we are not doing anything special there's nothing special about us we are just encouraging you to say thank you that's actually what we are doing by allowing yourself I said by allowing don't you like your life that as a person you could have been a, a person you and your wife I mean how much can you do you and your wife? After a while, you start quarreling. But now you're a pastor with church members, they look up to you. I mean, when you say, they obey. You sit them down and you say, you, use this one. Sell this one. Don't borrow. Don't do this. And they obey you. Isn't it not nicer? I mean, you, you can never be bored. I said, you can never be bored. You will always have people in your life who are happy to be with you. I'm a medical doctor. I've never gone to the clinic where patients are sitting down and they'll be clapping for me. They're happy I've come. No, it has never happened. What you can hear them say is insult. It's like, it's not, it's not coming. We've been waiting here since morning and it's coming. Look at him. Look at his legs. But you see, listen, listen. Understand this. You under God's power is a blessing. I say you under, and the evidence of it, that is a blessing. He will do you good and not evil is the fact that he paid so much to release you from the power of Satan. Don't say, don't be ungrateful by doing things that takes you back to the power of Satan. Making useless his work and the price he has paid. That's all. And what you, tomorrow, maybe by the grace of God, we'll go through some of the things. But, But one of the things that you do that brings you right under the power of God is when you neglect your newborn spirit. The verse of Acts 26 verse 18 says that they may receive forgiveness of sin and an inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. What is the inheritance that we receive from God? What what have you received from your mother? What have you received from your father? What what are the things you receive from your parents? What is in you that belongs totally to your mother or your father? Is it not your genetic material? And are you not a manifestation of your genetic material? Your look, your height, even sometimes your laughter. You know I, I have my father had they were ten children and I, I think I met about seven of them or so look whether it's a male or female when they laugh when they are laughing is the same you when you hear no you know ah these people come from the same place the way they laugh they have a very interesting way of laughing so as i listen to my uncle and i listen to my aunt i say ah the genetic thing is strong now now listen the inheritance that we receive from god is his nature the nature of god in us the divine nature the bible says is it first peter four five or is it four First peter one four or second peter one 4, one of them he said that we may escape the corruption that is in the world by by being partakers of his divine nature second peter one four also. it's something is that that it, it escape the corruption second peter one four whereby are given unto us exceeding and precious, that by this ye might be partakers of his divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So what God, the inheritance that we have from God is his nature. The reborn spirit is the Holy Spirit's work. Your spirit, your reborn spirit is the Holy Spirit's work in you. Jesus said, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Therefore, I say unto you, you must be born again. Being born again is being born of the Holy Spirit. In other words, your spirit is reborn. The spirit that is in you is the nature of God in you. To neglect it is to bring yourself back to the power of Satan. Because what made you to be under the power of Satan is the absence of the divine nature in you. So, if you say, if you say, I want to say thank you to God and you are seriously neglecting that which is of God in you, how can you say you are saying thank you to God? You come and throw some offering in the face of God. Who told you God wants your offering? It's we who need your offering, not God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, 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 you thought, the bishop says, God doesn't want our offering. No, no, he doesn't want your offering. It's we who want your offering. And we need it badly. And the reason why we need it badly is because we want to say thank you to God. Yes, I want to be able to say thank you well to God by my life building churches buying lands building congregations for god that is what i want to do that's why i need your money i need your offering as i'm standing here somebody has sent me a text of a church property a land that they want to buy with a church on it and he has he's written how they will break it down to pay i've refused to open it because i don't have money (laughs) i don't want to stress myself it's like i've seen the text and i can you know how you can read a portion you can read read a portion of it Uh uh-huh but i refuse to open it because it's going to add to my pressure i need a lot of money you see so i need the, the your offerings So that I can say thank you to God well. Because having not neglected his nature in me. It is causing me to do the works of God. And I'm telling you. That you also must say thank you. By not neglecting that which is of God in you. How painful it is. When you have Christians we don't. We don't even have the Bible. I mean, the Bible we have, we can't read it. Some of us, we don't even have the Bible. We borrow our cousin's Bible to bring. Yeah. You don't have a Bible. You don't have a Bible. How can you develop the nature of God in you without the its food? I'm saying, how can you develop the nature of God in you without the food for the nature of God? The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit. The word is the food of your spirit. The words of God is the food of your spirit. It's not the food of your flesh. Man shall not live by bread alone. In other words, man shall live by bread plus every word. The bread is for the flesh, every word is for your spirit. Oh, yes. So how come you are very you, from morning to evening, you are taking care of your flesh, you bath it, you beautify it, you go and work for food for it. Some of you, you just eat like the, the, the Nigerians will say you eat nyafunyafu." Nyafu. <laughs> you just eat by heart. Isn't it? Nyafu is like to eat by heart. Yeah, just eating left, right, center is like some of you. Your mouth never goes on break. The only time your mouth is silent is when you are sleeping. Listen, listen. The thing I'm saying, I'm not joking. You can see that I'm not joking. Yes. I just, these days, I have to, I've learned how to say the same thing, but in a nicer way. Some 10, 15 years ago, I would have gone straight. It's like somebody who is at a range trying to hit targets. But now, I just have to say that. But don't, don't miss it. Don't miss the point. That, listen, You can't set out to say, I want to say thank you to God by not going under the power of Satan whilst you are neglecting your spirit. You will go back. To neglect your spirit is equal to wanting to go back to Egypt. It is the maturity and the growth of your spirit That makes you not go back to be another power of Satan. I believe the Lord is giving us a revelation. Listen, when they say develop your spirit, it's not because somebody is spiritual. No, it's actually the key. The key to making God see what he's invested in you, making him experience his wish in you is taking care of your spirit. So when you don't have a Bible, how are you going to take care of your spirit? When you don't have a good Bible, how are you going to take care of your spirit? When you don't read your Bible, how are you going to take care of your spirit? When you read and you don't think about it, how are you going to get the best out of it? But for some of us, even if, you see, I just, I want to bring you to a place where you just read. At least the little that reading can do, it will be fine. But some of us, we are very far from our Bibles. The only verse we read is the one we put on the projector. So the day the projector is not working, that's it. But you are changing in Jesus' name. I said you are changing in Jesus' name. Let's rise to our feet. I wanted to pray. We are going to pray. I'll tell you what to do. Just give me the keyboard in the background for now. I wanted to pray and let's ask God for help. We want to ask God for help. We want to say, Lord, we are sorry. We didn't know what we were doing, we thought it made sense. And we thought we had good reason. But what we can see now clearly is that we are undoing your precious work in our lives by neglecting our spirit. Father, forgive us. Forgive us. From today, we repent. And we give ourselves to taking care of the precious part of us in your eyes which is your spirit your reborn, our reborn spirit is your nature Jesus said I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly I have come so that You will have the nature of God that is life and have it more abundantly thank you Jesus for coming and thank you for imparting to us the divine nature from today he is a precious man in us and he will get our fullest attention whatever the enemy has used to deceive us to neglect that which is precious from today, it no longer works. I am tired. I have to go to work. I had this, 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 this. Satan, it's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's cold. I want to sleep more. It's over. It's over. I will never neglect that precious gift of you in me, O oh Jesus. That which you suffered so that I can have in me What would set me free from the power of Satan? Lord, by your help, through the Holy Spirit, I will not neglect my spirit any longer. Lift up your voice and begin to talk to the Lord. We believe you've been blessed by this message. To stay connected, follow our LCI social media platform.